Welcome to the Maximus Podcast with your hosts, Joe Sabula and Byron Godfrey and Bobby Maximus. I think I said Joe Sabula, right? Yeah, you did. But right, you can so say I, it again. Yeah, Joe Sabula again. Uh, <laughs> now, please pay attention. You need to get your ass over to the MaximusPodcast.com. You need to go to the little side tab menu, whatever the thing's called. Click on join and get your ass in the inner circle now. There are daily workouts. There are full workout programs. Joe is helping to write custom programs for people. We do special video tutorials for people. Uh, Just this week, I did the pull-up. Joe did some stuff on the gut check. Uh, We are always giving information. Joe's got one on supplements. He's ready to load up. There's a discussion panel with all the Maximites all over the world who can talk to each other, support each other. Listen, here's the deal. You're at home. You're looking for a community. You're complaining about not having any gear. You want to be part of something. This is the way to be part of something. And frankly, it keeps us on the air. I don't know if the on the air is the appropriate language for podcasts, but it keeps us in business. So if you like this podcast, support us and support yourself. And and, and if you don't want to join, then, then feel free not to listen and, and freeload. So that is what I've got to say. And that is it. Joe, where did Byron go? I don't know. He went to join the inner circle. All right. Maybe, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe he did go to join the inner circle. Um, so, so we'll see, but we will just keep the show rolling. The show must go with, on without him. Is there anything else we need to educate people of like, when it comes to the inner circle? Cause I know it's 20, well, I mean like all, all yeah, it, yeah, 20, 25. I mean, it's 24 99. There is a yearly option. It's uh it's one ninety nine for the year. Yeah, just pay for that value. Just do that. I mean, it works out to like 1650 a month, but we all the, all too. the work that we do, that's, that's kind of like where we're, yeah. We were doing like so much stuff. It was like, I was training people. You were training people. We had all the, the social media stuff that we're doing. And now it's like, we just wanted to focus. And and so this is the, the funnel through which all our, our efforts are coming. This is the area. Now, a lot of people, Joe, have been uh, DMing me and they want to know how Byron fits into our. You know what? I do too. Team. Where does this man come from? What is his story? So wasn't he like decided, episode eight of the Maximus podcast? We had a whole episode dedicated to Byron. Once. Yeah, but we didn't really talk how we met Byron. And I don't even know if Byron signed back in here, but we should talk about how we met the man. So yeah. I'll never forget. I was uh, the premier guest at a Houston fitness expo show. And Joe, you know, I'm really big uh, into fashion. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to go to the Foot Locker. Uh, just to get some new J's. Of course. And you accompanied me, went to this mall, the Galleria. There was Shake Shack there. I really wanted to eat at Shake Shack. That's how you know the story is true. And and lo and behold, um, I, I wanted to buy some shoes. And and there was this 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 guy, turns out it's Byron Godfrey, uh, that was working at the Foot Locker and selling selling Jordans. Yeah. So And he looked uh, Y'all believe this shit? You're full of shit. I'm here. <laughs> Byron, don't be ashamed. You know, listen, you are like, you know how Kurt Warner was plucked from obscurity, how he was stocking supermarket shelves and went on to be a Super Bowl MVP. This is like your story. So anyway, Byron recognized me from my numerous, I mean, thousands, millions, just Googleplex appearances in men's health. And he said, man, you're my fitness hero. 
said, well, thanks. Thanks for saying that. And at the time, Byron was, uh, I mean, he was, he was overweight. He, he was heavy. I mean, he was eating his oh, shake shack. I'll tell you that. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, he started asking us fitness tips. I think, I think, what were you then, Byron? I mean, I know you were, you were, you were a vegan, but I think you were about 375 <laughs> when we met you. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm going to log out and log back in because I think I logged into the wrong fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is this the right Zoom link? Shit. No, is this the right link? You full of shit this is afternoon, bro. Byron, uh, does, it, does it scare you or impress you that I can just come up with this stuff off the top of my head? <laughs> this is fucking impressive. <laughs> impressive, man. Oh. I'm, I'm, I, I have I have a well developed backstory for you, Byron. You know what I mean. <laughs> I want to keep going. No, I want to hear where this is going. Though, keep going. So, so you you were you were asking us questions about fitness. You finally got to to meet your hero. You had me autograph in a silver sharpie your Jordans because mm-hmm. you or the one the ones that, that I was wearing, the ones that you were wearing at the Foot Locker. Yeah. Okay, keep going. And, uh, Go and 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 I I gave you free passes to come and see me at the fitness expo and you teared up a little bit. You said this was like yeah. your dream come true. I think you actually mentioned to me, it was very appropriate for Houston that this was even better than the time you met Hakeem Olajuwon. Did I have one of your Bobby Maxima shirt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you got one. You got one at the Houston Fit Expo. You bought one, you supported our brand and then you started your fitness journey. You, you came out to a couple of seminars. I, I remember your first seminar. You were so scared. You brought your cousin. The, the, he looks... <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know if you met this guy, but he looks like... Imagine Martin Lawrence went on all the steroids. That's what Byron's cousin looks like. Byron, true or false on that? Oh man, listen, that's my kinfolk, man. I can't, I can't co-sign with you on that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh... I'm, I'm trying to see what I can neither going. confirm nor deny, but carry on. Byron, Byron, Byron was nervous. He came out to the seminar. He had a, he had a great time. Uh, he, he, he's talked about it numerous times uh, to various people, how it changed his life. And then, and then from there, you know, Byron was scared to leave his job at the Foot Locker, and we, we encouraged him. He started the Misfit Gym, built it from the ground up, mm-hmm. and uh, with, with some you know, personal mentoring from, from – Joe and Bobby, I mean, Byron, you've really become something out there in Houston, thanks to us. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That Bravo. That's some huge <laughs> write books like J.K. Rowling's or some shit like that. That's just, that's, just, that's some good shit right there. That's pretty now, fucking Byron, impressive. Byron, I, I do have some, I do have a couple of skill testing questions for you. Okay. So we already wrote the podcast notes, okay? <laughs> and we we are a team, but not all members of the team are equal. <laughs> so so I, I've come up with a couple of analogies for you to, to answer. So so if I was comparing you to Joe, Joe, I mean let's face it, Joe's Mike. You are A, Tito, B, Randy, or C Marlin. Or D Prince, motherfucker. That's all I am. <laughs> Remember that shit. I ain't nothing like you, motherfuckers. Now the other that? one, the other one. So like, so like, he's Mike and you're Tito. You're, okay, so Jackson Five. <laughs> you get that reference. Now the oh, other you one. Got Tito and Prince confused, but go ahead. I'll let you finish. The, the, the other one I kind of came up with is like I am, like if we were talking the Supremes. I'm Diana Ross, and you're either Florence Ballard or Mary Wilson. No disrespect <laughs> to them. You're just lesser than me. So which, which, who you want to be, Mary or Florence? 
Uh, I would say I'm more like Chaka Khan. See that? Yes. Ain't nobody. <laughs> How about that? Through the fire. You know. Uh. That's me. Huh? And then, and then I was also, I was also trying to think. I was going to use for the kids these days, Destiny's Child, because it's newer. And and frankly, I, I mean, you got Beyonce and Kelly Rowland, and you, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm. Beyonce for sure, or or Kelly, but like then Michelle, but you're not quite a Michelle status because I mean she's really good at the stuff. Who who the f- who's the who who are the two girls that got the boot hey, from Destiny's Child? Hey, I would, hey, I would put you there. Hey. I got I got I'm a one man band. How about that? Huh? This this whole thing is leading up to how Byron is fired from the podcast. How do you mean? Hey. Uh, how about that? <laughs> That's too good, man. That's too funny. Yeah, buddy. Hi, Byron. Okay, so so I'm I'm gonna go on record as saying um, I think I think J- Joe Biden can be a disaster at times, but he picked his running mate today. What what's your thoughts on that, B? Uh, it's obvious why he picked her. You know, does, it bother, does it bother you, Byron? That I'm really curious um, about your 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 take on it. Is that okay? Is that like not a big deal, or is there something to it, that? It's a business. Politics is nothing more than business anyway. Mm-hmm. Right? It's 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 marketing, and if, if you can't see beyond that, um, then you deserve anything that you get. This is all about um, marketing. You you you're going after, uh, I guess, a constituency that you know that you need to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess I guess what I'm asking a straight up question: Do you like her? Um, there's your answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 not a, I'm not a huge fan of her or Biden. To be quite honest with you, if you if you look at their track record, man, they're they're notorious for putting people in jail that look like me. Um, when you go back and you look at her record when she was the um the AG in in, in California. Um, she, she imposed laws that, um, substantially put the number of, of black men in jail. Same thing with Biden when he was uh, vice president. And at the end of the day, um, politics, it is what it is. You know what I mean? And, and if you can't see past it, um, I'm, 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 I'm bigger on the local election more than I am the national election, because at the end of the day, the president really doesn't do much for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm worried about who represents me in Congress. And so I make sure that that's my primary, uh, primary thing. That's my primary goal to make sure we get qualified people in, uh, that represent my district and my people in my area. Um, okay. So Byron, so. Byron, can I read you something? Sure. So uh, I want you guys to understand that as a Canadian, I'm fairly, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know the ins and outs of American politics. I wasn't raised here. People ask me if I'm Democratic, Republican. Like I've got, I've got no, no allegiance to either party. Like I find, I kind of feel sometimes sports seems to be worldwide to a degree. But when it comes to politics here, I'm, I'm kind of like not educated. So I've been really, really trying to educate myself. Um, and so there are certain people I follow to, to try and learn from. Sean King's one of them, and he posted yesterday that he he's got some thoughts on 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 miss harris 
she's the most progressive candidate among the credible finalists for VP. He also pointed out she's improved drastically on all justice and policing related issues since she was the DA in 2011. He said he has 15 substantive critiques of her time as district attorney. He'd give her a D plus for how harsh she was as a DA that ended in 2011. Uh, and he says every year for the past nine years, since she left that position, she's got much better on justice reform. He said he thinks it took guts for Joe Biden to choose her. She was a strong critic of him during most of the primaries, maybe the strongest on the crime bill and a lot more. He knew this and he chose her anyway. And he says among the current United senators, he would rank her in the top three on justice reform. So my question is, he's been one of the loudest voices on defunding the police and justice reform. So I tend to believe him when he says that she's improved remarkably. remarkably. Does that make you feel better? Mm, not really. I mean, that's Sean King's opinion. I don't tend to worry about okay. what, what very many people say. Um, and if he's done his homework, he's done more than I have. I just know what, uh, what I yeah. know. I'm um, just going off. I feel like, I feel like Byron, he would be the first one to attack her for that. If she hadn't like righted the ship, so to speak, because he has been very vocal on defunding the police. I mean, very vocal on that. And justice. I, reform. I, I, I just know, um, that our current president was elected because um, black people didn't go out. They didn't get out and vote. Yep. They didn't. And from a business standpoint, you have to go out and get the people that you know will help you win. And so what do you do? You go out and you get a person two ways. She's black and she's a female. And not saying that she's not qualified over anybody else, but what I'm saying is that, that decision, in my opinion, was based strictly on um, a business move. Well, he knew you he know, knew he that before he even started the vetting process. He knew he was looking for a woman, and he knew that he should get mm-hmm. somebody who was a minority. Yeah, so that, and, that and, was and, like that was like you said as a as a business decision. That was so obvious that it was yeah. like, well, that narrows the field. So now, who do we got? And and the most the most uh, prominent of all of them would be Kamala Harris. Yeah. So, yeah, but I, you, I mean, I will yeah. say again, I'll, I'll point to the fact that Sean King's been, he has been, I, I mean, aggressively posting for justice, justice reform and defunding the police, like the whole deal. So if he signs off on her, like, I, I feel like that criticism, like, but, I mean, you, but, but you're, 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 you're basing the black voice on Sean King and Sean King you're is not, not no, no, no. I know, B, but what I'm what I'm saying is, if he has been one of the biggest proponents of justice reform, and he's saying, "Hey, she's actually like done this, this, and this," I feel like I feel like it's probably on the level. Uh, you know what I mean? I, I understand your point. What I'm saying is, there are a lot of other people out there, and then again, I'll say it like this: This is a business move. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I get it, and I understand. In my opinion, this is nothing more than a business decision. You know, am I mad at him for it? Not at all, <laughs> because he wants to win, 
And I think this was the right move to make if he wants to win. And I think if, if, if things go as planned, he will because of this move. So, all right. Well, I now definitely think it, it behooved him to wait as long as possible before announcing his running mate and just sort of like let things settle. And now what are we, we're like 80, 79, 80 days away from the election. So there's less time for people to really, to dig deep on her, to dig deep on him, to, to, to go into attack mode. Yeah. And they, and I'm sure they've already got, you know, every answer that they could need, you know? Uh, July, Joe, I think, I think, I think the people in, in Trump's camp is, as much as we think a lot of them are morons, um, they're smart enough to know that this was the decision he was going to make. Like, oh yeah. I think, I think people knew that that was the direction he was going to go. And they had everything already lined up on how they're going. Well, you got to do is just look at Fox News. I mean, it's been announced yeah. for less than a, less than twenty four hours, and they've already pulled out everything they can against her. I mean, they're 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 trying to paint her a certain way. But, but I mean, again, that's that's just the way that the system works. What I'm I'm actually intrigued by this whole thing. I was thinking about this yesterday. So we have to have this whole election to choose the president, right? And so you, mm-hmm. they, they got to go through this whole process, the primaries, they, they get on the ballot. Everybody says, yep, that's our guy. And now we've got, you know, our Republican versus our Democrat, whether you like the two party system or not, it's, it's kind of the reality, but he just basically gets to pick his, his running mate. It's not, she's right. not getting elected. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of funny as, right. uh, and mostly because he's like, I don't know how old he is, like 88 years old or something. He's ancient right now. <laughs> And so, like, the odds of her needing to, to step in and take over are good. You know, it's not like yeah, he's in his awesome. 50s. It, it's like, I mean, if something happens to him, she's president. And, and she could end up, and, and like I said, I'm not, I'm not complaining about this per se, um, but she might end up being the president without getting a single vote. And that just seems kind of weird to me. Something, something doesn't seem democratic about that. But I'm, I'm with you on this. Like, my, my focus in this election particularly has been very local. And very much about what I think we need to do on a local level. So I believe that's where all things should start. Uh, the president, like you said, it doesn't really do a whole lot that affects you or me directly. I mean, sometimes it, it comes down to, and this was a discussion my wife and I had before the 2016 election, was it really comes down to more of like, what if there's appointments to the Supreme Court? Because that'll right. start to affect you at a local level, you know, right. how these laws are interpreted. Uh, and so do you right. want like a more conservative appointer or like a more progressive appointer? Like, so it, I mean, that, that is more direct. Um, but I, I'm, I'm intrigued by this whole thing. I'm just, you know, there's, there's just here's, a lot of things to consider in this election that I never would have considered before. Here's the one thing that I disagree on with that you said, where you said she's not going to get, any, she's not getting any votes. She's getting the votes. She's getting the votes for Biden. Right, right. Okay. I'll give you so, that. So that's, I'll give you that's, that. That's but I mean, about. you know, it, but, but it's not like, no. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I guess She's that's, yeah, I, I, I see exactly what you're saying. Uh, and I don't, yeah. I don't, and I won't refute that. I don't disagree with that at all. But I mean, people are, are yeah. voting for the ticket, right? And he's exactly. just picking his running mate. But no, nobody, nobody was writing in Kamala Harris for president. You know what I mean? Nope. Nobody. Nope. And, and, and if she ends up getting it, it's like, you get, listen, America, you don't want to elect a black woman president. Like, you don't need to. We got it covered. Here she comes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, man. Uh, this, this, it, it is what it is. And, and, you know, there's just so many things that, that, that we all understand as far as business goes, you know, people do things um, because it's in the best interest of them, whether it's financially yeah. um, or professionally or whatever. And, and then, you know, we're all intelligent enough to see past that. We, we know, 
Yeah, we you know hope I mean? so. But, uh, let, let me ask you this yeah. question. All right. Biden versus Trump. I kind of have a sense of where you stand. What about Harris versus Trump? <sighs> would you still pick Man. her over him or would you rather stick with the status quo? The fact you pause on this proves every little red hat <laughs> comment joke I have directed <laughs> you way the truth. And I now have your new <sighs> theme song. Here you go, B. <laughs> <sighs> No, 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 no. Here's my thing. Okay, I'm done. Hey, that's the Kanye. That's the old Kanye. That's the old Kanye. I like that Kanye. That's the old Kanye. All right? My point is, my pause is because do you go with the status quo? It's, it's like the snake on a rock versus the snake under a rock. Right. Type of thing. And, 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 where do you go? And uh, we know what we have with Trump. Like, we know what we're going to get. And then you, <laughs> you, you throw in Harris in there and you're like, oh, am I going to get just a progressive version of him? And I think the thing that, that makes me anti-Trump is not so much just us. It's the fucking world hates us, man. Yeah, yeah. I the feel that. The world hates us. So how can that be a choice? Huh? I feel like I feel like I feel like she's well spoken. She's intelligent. She's articulate. Like I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't I, get what what I would say is I don't think anybody's walking into this lightly, Bobby. You know what I mean? Especially because no nobody really cared about American politics six years ago. You know, five years ago, but four years ago when Trump took the helm, all of a sudden it became a concern for a lot of people. And right. and even though like on this show we, we kind of preach this whole like you don't don't worry about what other people say, don't worry about what other people think. Um Hearing the criticism from people outside the United States, it actually hurts a little oh, bit. You know, it Listen, hurts, and, and, it, and it's not off base at all. And and it it's inspiring to me because people actually care about us. You know, we're not just stupid Americans leave us to our own device. Like they actually right. kind of care, and and there's concern in all of that. And so I, I'm with Byron, where it's just like, I mean, I get the the outside perspective might be you got to do anything you can to get rid of the current administration. But at the same time, like you are not willing to walk into this blindly and you're not going to be taken again. You're, I do not want to be, I don't want this country taken for a ride again. Bobby, I'm, I'm going to give you, I'm, I'm going to go and use uh, W, W Bush. I may not have been all for his policies, but I wasn't afraid with him as president. I really, I felt like the world actually respected him as a president. And so you can be like, okay, I might not agree with him. And yes, there's parts of the world, mainly we know what particular part of the world that really doesn't like him. But I didn't feel like, man, the whole world hates us. Mm -hmm. And right now, without feel that way. So again, how can this even be a choice then? Well, here's how I'll phrase that question, Bobby. What would Harris have to do to make you feel safe with her at the helm? Um, Just okay. I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you exactly what she needs to do. She needs to to to. I mean, I, 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 it sounds like the. the I, I think the bar is going to be incredibly low here. But say nice things on Twitter. Um, How about this? Not even be on Twitter. Almost <laughs> just just not make people hate you. Okay, like, listen, almost like okay. Say, listen. Say nice things on Twitter. Not be racist. Not be racist. Um, not 
not just because I'm looking at a quote from Trump right now, not criticize the NBA. If she does those three things, I think we're good. Like it's, <laughs> it's an incredibly low bar, Byron. I don't know how oh, you can even like pause on that question. Right. I'm, I'm just, I was, listen, as Joe said, I don't want to just jump out there and be like, bam. And then she gets in there and I'm like, fuck, I didn't even think about this shit. So yeah. do you, do you it, want me to tell you? I know what I'm story? getting. Go ahead. Byron, have I ever told you about Joe, the accountant? <laughs> no. Okay, so t- t- I'll tell you what. I have this accountant named Joe. He does my, my business stuff. And it's a Saturday, and it's like 95 degrees outside in Utah. And I, I take my kid to the public pool. Um, I'm not a baller. I don't have a pool myself, but we go to like the public community pool. And, and Joe, the accountant, is there in a full-on suit, like poolside. What, what are you doing, Joe? It's my day off from taking my kids to the pool. But he is in his damn suit. This guy is ready. If I call him at three o'clock in the morning on a Saturday night, he rolls out of bed wearing suit pajamas, ready to fight the IRS on my behalf. Okay? That's, that's what I want. <laughs> like, where the hell are you going with this now? Okay, all right. I, I mean, not just like this guy is squared away. He is an accountant 24 7, 365, and he is squared away. You know what I mean, Byron? <laughs> so it's really funny when I first came down here, Obama was the president and I really, really, really liked him as a human being and Michelle and loved what they did, loved the policies. But I remember being bothered that he was on ESPN and the late night talk show circuit because I just had an expectation <laughs> like I wanted my president to be in the room with his hand on the red phone, like ready at all times. And I'm looking back at that and I'm thinking like, imagine what, what the hell was I thinking? Do you understand why I'm like, where I'm going with the story now with Trump, it's like, he, he's doing insanity. So if all, if all Kamala Harris does is, is dress nice and say, please and thank you and not be on the Twitter, I'm going to feel a lot safer. Unfortunately, that's true. I mean, that's it. Like, that is it. The biggest criticism I could levy against Obama is like, man, he's making ESPN picks. Like, I wish he was, like, in his office, like, like, like you know, with his hand on the red phone in case something bad happens. Like, he's our leader. And now, so I'm, I'm just saying the fact you hesitated at that, I mean, I don't even know if we could be friends anymore. <laughs> hey, man, I don't, I don't take this thing lightly, but I also know um, – Bill Clinton has done some things, and, and, and he was our guy. I'm, I'm looking at it from a different angle than you are, right? Um, as a black man in this country, man, the Republicans and Democrats both have fucked over black folk, in my opinion, right? So for me to sit here and just say, hey, I'm going with this one person, man, I, I can't do that. Um, I, I go back to my analogy, man. Do I, want, do I want the snake that I already know or the snake that's been using and saying the nice stuff, but never getting anything done. Okay, question. At least I know. Question for you to put this in perspective. I'm going to, Donald Trump is one of the competitors. I'm going to put up other competitors against him, and you tell me whether you would vote for them over Trump or not. The answer is going to probably be yes, I'm going to vote for them. Okay, Kevin, (laughs) Kevin, Kevin Hart. He's a fucking comedian, man. Yes, but Donald Trump is a fucking... Yes, pick one. Pick one. Yes. Hey, Kevin Steve Hart. Hart. 
Steve-O from Jackass or Donald Trump? Definitely Steve-O. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bushwick oh, Bill. Or Hands down. Donald. He's dead. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, these, these could be all kinds of characters. Rest in living peace, dead. yes, Bushwick. Okay. Um, so, like, you really had to pause on... Man, well, listen, Byron, Byron nailed it a second ago. Listen, listen. I feel more comfortable with the puppet on the left. I feel more comfortable with the puppet on the right. Who's controlling the puppets? That's the question. It's the but same freaking people. This nobody can control this guy. No. You know? No. <laughs> you know, well, that, I, I think that was the hope. That's why people. That's why people were like, "Do we do we vote for Clinton? Do we vote for Trump?" And people were like, "You know what? I'm one more Byron. I'm going to throw Cardi it out B. there and see what happens." Cardi B or Donald Trump? Oh, Cardi B got that walk. Let me tell you, I'm going with Cardi B. <laughs> All right, so I'm just I'm just saying, man, it's disturbing. I, if, you know, Byron, I don't know you. You've changed, man. But that guy that we met at the Foot Locker, you changed. <laughs> oh, it's a long way from wearing that striped shirt. I tell you, you know what I mean. In that breath, out there, some of them kicks, baby. <laughs> Hey, just listen. You can do anything. You can go from selling shoes to owning a gym and a business. Yeah, you know I, I, mean? I have a serious business question for you guys because I want to address this before we go. I love reels on Instagram. I'm into it now. I posted my first couple of reels. Does this spell the end of TikTok? No. No. You don't and think I'll so? tell you why. Because the people that are, are on TikTok now, that – and I don't want to like sound this way, but like that generation, like they are pretty much anti Instagram. They're going to fight that tooth and nail. TikTok is their thing and they're not going to let go of it. You know why? Because guess who's in charge of the anti TikTok? Our president. That's the only reason I think Instagram is doing it. And they are doing anything against that man. Whatever yeah. he says, I'm like, fuck you, buddy. Watch this. And that's probably more the main reason, not because it's Instagram, because you think about this. What's the other one? Snapchat. Yeah. Graham basically made Snapchat them obsolete because mm-hmm. of they t- that, that, that little market. And that's what they were trying to do. But the only reason I think Instagram is doing it is because of this backlash from my president. Yeah. And, but and I'm, so no, I'm, I don't think I'm it's wondering. Happening. I'm wondering if people just shop under the same roof now, because like it's easier. There's a lot of people who have like 80 million followers on Instagram or a million followers on Instagram that have like, a fifth of what they do on the gram on TikTok. Why not just do it all under one roof? Because I think the people who are using it, it's gonna just gonna stay that that same little yeah. It's they're just group they're different people. audiences. You know what I mean? It's right. like you, you got the kids on TikTok, right? You got the adults on Instagram, and even now they'll say it. You know, it's an older generation is on Facebook, and that ain't gonna change. You know, and Facebook yeah. owns Instagram, so they're kind of like, yeah, that's all right. They haven't lost anything. I, and now, and now, if, I, if they can recreate TikTok and just kind of make that shrink, that's all they're looking for. And if the president goes after TikTok and shuts them down, that just helps them out. And then we'll find out years later that Trump had stock in Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you, I'm I'm here for the reels. I'm going to break out some dances, some some funny uh, stuff. I'm I'm excited about it. Sometimes the best part of these new features is that you can just skip right past them, folks. 
Listen, I'm old, I don't know. I don't even know what the hell this real shit is. I've seen it. I, it just looks like stories to me. Yeah, Byron. It's basically. It's basically because a lot of stuff that you could do on TikTok, you could do on stories. It's basically a TikTok option on Instagram. Joe, would I be right by saying that? Uh, yes, and uh, maybe I'll do one here right quick if I can figure out how to make this work. But I mean, Byron, yeah, like here we go. So, uh, so we're uh, we're recording the uh, the Maximus podcast live, and so this is a live reels demonstrating what it is. What we do, and then what happens? I don't, I don't even well, know how that thing, works. I, I don't deal with social media very much anymore. And that's part of my problem. You know, maybe I, I need to learn some of this shit. You know, I have no idea if that even worked, to be honest with you. I clicked the button. I don't know if it recorded. How do you know? Hey, Byron. I, I, I need to come to you to learn about it. Guess who, guess who else doesn't mess with Instagram? Who's that? Oh, there we go. Guy. I, I think I think you I think you um you're missing the point on him. That's the old Kanye. Come on, man. You ask any black person in their right mind, they're gonna tell you I missed the old Kanye. I'm gonna need you to put some new Kanye. Then I can say I'm like, nah, I hate that guy. But that old stuff you're jamming right there, oh yeah, I rock with that Kanye all day. But what is it, what does he have that's even like I mean, I mean, for real, what does he have that's even like that new? Because the last time I really heard of him was Jesus Walks, and that was good. <laughs> He's got like new albums out that I don't listen to. So that tells you, I don't like the new Kanye. I like the old Kanye. I'm still a college dropout, late registration kind of guy. I'm going to look. The last Kanye I really liked, have you ever heard of the Real Friends? The Real Friends? Yeah, Real Friends. Mm -mm. I'm looking up when it was released. It was from the life of Pablo. Okay, now listen, that album right there, I really didn't rock with that one very much, but it was all right. I think, let's see, because this last one is Jesus is King. <laughs> Hear me. See, that's just good with Ty Dollar. Come on. Nah, I'm cool. I think the last one might have been Jesus that I really listened to in 2013. Jesus. And then the one before that was the one he rocked, he dropped with Jay-Z, Watch the Throne. Okay. So like, like that right there. Then all of a sudden he drops, George Bush doesn't like black people. And after that, Kanye stopped liking black people. You know what you should check out? One of my favorite songs to him ever. Do you know who 88 Keys is? Yeah. He does a song called Stay Up with 88 Keys. It's good. That's, the new, that's the new Kanye. That's the president's. No, no, no. That's 2008 Kanye. It is, okay. it is stellar. I don't know that one. You know, he he also, I'm going to send you some remixes that he did with R. Kelly. It's so fucking good. Uh, you lost me right there. Hey, listen. Come on, Listen, we if you're allowed to, 
if you're allowed your MAGA hat, I'm allowed to listen to R. Kelly and say, I don't listen, I don't have a MAGA hat. Hey, I saw the best red hat ever. It said, ha ha, major look. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good. And then on the bottom it said, black lives still matter. That was what it said. I was like, oh, wow. Because you know a bunch of people saw it. It was was the same hat. That's so funny. That is hilarious. One of my one of my Canadian friends posted one the other day that said Canada is still great, and it was like a little red hat with the white writing. I wanted to buy it. I'm telling y'all, man, Trump gets reelected. I'm looking to move to West Africa. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna bring you. I'm gonna bring you. I'm gonna bring you to Canada. We'll move to Toronto. Let's do it. Hey, wait, but I heard. Didn't you tell me Toronto was bad? What do you mean? You said they got some hooligans up there. There, there are some bad areas of Toronto, but I... I, I, I grew, I grew up in welcome. Houston just like it's bad areas in Houston. Yeah, I'm welcome yeah. everywhere, B. Are you? I'm, it's like that? <laughs> hey, listen, listen. There are... I, I will have you know, um, I'm kind of a big deal in Canada, number one. Uh, there are people who are universally welcome. There are three that are universally welcome everywhere in Canada, respected and loved. Aubrey Graham... Wayne Gretzky and Bobby Maximus. Yeah, okay. Do you know who Aubrey uh, Graham is? Byron? Everybody knows it's Drake, okay? Whoop de doo. We're loved. We're, we are universally loved, us three. This is this is when you know you made it though. When you can go on any MLK Boulevard in America and you're welcome. That's when you know you that's when you know you made it. So if we can drop you off on any MLK Boulevard, you're good. So that like they basically Bobby Maximus and maybe not Wayne Gretzky, but Bobby Maximus and Drake for sure. On any MLK Boulevard? I think so. All right, next time you're in Houston, we're gonna we're gonna just let you walk down MLK Boulevard. Yeah, I'm I'll good. be close to you. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, you know what, Byron. <laughs> Hey Byron, can I can I tell you something? Go ahead. One one day you're gonna like roll up to the gallery in Houston and, and me and Jay Prince are just gonna be outside Shake Shack sharing a burger together, eating uh, you're like then you got it, man. <laughs> hey, when, that, when that shit happens right there, oh man. Bow down. You'll be like Bobby, Bobby really can go anywhere in Houston. He's good. I'm gonna I'm 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 put a mister in front of your name when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna end it in a sir. Mr. Bobby Maximus, yep. sir. You will you will finally, Byron, after years since we met at the front me, you will put some respect <laughs> on my name. Bow down, you hear me? Oh. I will bow down when you enter the room. <laughs> Shit. What if well, would have met what would have method man comes to my gym to work out? Will you will you respect me more? Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. He was, you, he, was he was have you seen him lately, you guys? He was featured in men's health. He's deadlifting 435, squatting triple plates. Like he looks good. Yeah. He's on a serious workout program, but he's actually a big he's like <laughs> I remember you. speaking of method man, when uh Bobby, when you and I first met. You confided your lifelong dream to me was to have Method Man follow you around and just rap about how jacked you were. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> and, and, and it has to be, it has to be with his best friend, Reggie Noble. <laughs> Red Man. 
I want to be and listen all methods man's content is workout related he's featured in men's health word has it that my articles are his favorite and have changed his life much like they changed yours Byron let's make this happen (laughs) everything we do we're gonna post how about instead of you posting all this damn reggaeton Canadian you just start dropping uh, and tagging Method Man and everything. Yeah, I need to. Just, just ask, I, I haven't heard any me, uh, Method Man or Red Man stuff on your workout playlist. There's a lot of it, actually. I haven't heard it. Is what I'm saying. I didn't say it's uh, not on there. I didn't say that. You know, I just want to hear you play it. I actually posted a deadlift video with uh, with uh, I'll be there for you with Method Man and Mary J. Not long ago, I think that was a couple of weeks ago, B. Okay, I'm gonna check that uh, out. By the way, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna end we're gonna end with some more comparisons between you and I. In musical terms, I am Frankie Beverly. You are Jason Derulo. You, wow, that's fucking insulting you, right there. <laughs> you, you know what? <laughs> you I, do. I, I gotta go ahead. I'm gonna let you finish. You and I'm are, gonna give you some of mine. I am Mary J. Blige, and you, my friend, are Hannah Montana. Oh, wow. Wait, wait, wait. Keep going. I'm going to let you finish. Because wait, that wait, right wait. There the Hannah Montana? At. Like, Hannah Montana? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because if you ask the right one. person, I'm winning that one right there. Go ahead. The final one, and then the, and the final one, and this will cut you to the core. I am Bun B, and you are, uh, yo, VIP, let's kick it, Vanilla Ice, a.k.a. And on that note, I am out. (laughs) That right there, ain't no way in hell. (laughs) I can play some UGK right now, and you blow your mind. You wouldn't know what the hell it was. You know, B, do you remember, do you remember... When you picked me up to do that seminar, and I'm like, hey, Byron, check this out. And you were like, who's this? This is the greatest ever. And it was Fat Pat. And I was on you about that you didn't know who Fat Pat was. Now we know you're just making crazy statements now. (laughs) (laughs) Now now we know. Wait, his credibility (laughs) wasn't shot out of the water in the first 30 seconds of this podcast. Listen, (laughs) listen. Hey, I know y'all don't believe this shit. But first of all, about 99% of people listening don't know who Fat Pat is. So I'm not worried about that. <laughs> Probably just the two of us know who Fat Pat is. <laughs> Joe, you know who Fat Pat is? Not a clue. See? I ain't worried about that. I don't know if people listening ever ever uh, caught on, but like this is, this is between you two. I don't listen exactly. to the same kind of music, so... Yeah, and none, See, none of you have heard any of the people I listen hey, to. Joe, I, just, I ain't Joe, to be quite honest stuff. with you, he and I don't listen to the same kind of music. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to There you go. Beans, I sent I sent Byron to I, I sent Beans over to Ronnie Price's house. For the afternoon to get basketball lessons and and beans came home and he learned a couple of dances like the elbows up houston shuffle 
to Fat Pat. That's what I got for hiring Ronnie Price as being his basketball coach. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Just the important yeah. lessons, right? You know, Beans is learning dances for TikTok. <laughs> See, I promise you, Beans ain't gonna be. Uh, he's gonna be on TikTok. He's not yeah. coming to Instagram. He, he, he actually, he actually Byron the other day in the car. You'll, you'll, you'll appreciate this. He goes, Dad, you know how in Tusi Slide, Drake's always singing about Michael Jackson dancing. I'm like, yeah. He goes, I looked him up. That dude can really dance. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. Wow. Oh, wow. Right. I don't think I don't I don't think Beans got to the Neverland Ranch part yet, but he We're good. We don't need that. We don't need yeah, just, <laughs> ignorance is bliss. You know. Oh. All right, you guys. This has been a blast. As always, fellas. Bye. You, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you, you, you never have to go back to the Foot Locker. Yeah, we're proud of you, yeah. Byron. You really, you pulled oh, yourself up you. by the bootstraps. You made something, literally. Yep. <laughs> by my Jordan straps. By made my Jordan, Jordan straps. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, Byron loves that phrase. Considering his, what we're going to refer to now as mega tendencies. <laughs> mega tendencies. <laughs> Oh, boy, I can't stand your ass, man. I swear, you ain't shit. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Get the hell out of here, man. Y'all be easy, baby. All right. All right, bye-bye.